0: This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Aurel Morrison, is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specialises in making it a successful reality. Hello and welcome to the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison. Now today we're looking into a mix of education and technology with Scroll Group in the limelight. The company is essentially a global provider of software as a service and training solutions for teachers and also educational institutions. It's listed on the ASX under the code... S-C-L. Uh, the company has a market cap of just over $14 million at the time of recording. Uh, joining us now, Rob Graham, Managing Director and the founder of Scroll Group. Rob, welcome.
1: Thanks, Ari. It was ple- it's, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Now, Rob, tell us a little bit about how you've come to be where you are, because you've worked all over the world. You've got a yeah. really interesting CV, various roles, um, various job titles. Talk to us about how, how you've ended up where you are today.
1: Yes, thanks. I started as a teacher, and I still think of myself as a teacher. Uh, worked overseas as a teacher at international schools. Um, went first went to Japan, thought we teach English, and then found about this this great uh, these great organisations called international schools, and spent 20 years working as a teacher, and then and then as a principal in, in schools around the world. So I lived and worked in six different countries, and um, had four children overseas, and so uh, our, our children all went to international schools and. And we just really very much enjoyed that lifestyle, but we got to a point where we felt like our children need to be back in Australia. So, so we came back to Australia and, um, I wanted to stay involved with, with, um, international schools. So I had a franchise for a recruitment company and we placed teachers into international schools and also uh, came back and helped my dad with his training business, which is part of our business today. And over time I, decided that the franchise wasn't working for me so, so I sold that to to another colleague. Um, but I always wanted to be involved with with um, solving problems that schools faced and, and very much wanted to do that for international schools to start off with. felt that technology was a, we could use technology to solve lots of problems that schools had and I, one of the biggest the biggest problems that all schools have is finding the right teachers for schools. And so, when I sat down, I really started thinking about, well, what is it that schools really need? Well, they need the best teachers how can they how can they find the best teachers? Well, you know at the moment, people are using things like Google Docs and they're doing email and then and they they go to recruitment fairs around the world, and none of that seems to be very efficient or effective and so maybe there's a better way of doing it and so at the time, I came up with an idea that wouldn't it be great to come up with a trip advisor type approach to Finding teachers so that when you, when you've got a teacher in a system, the best teacher comes up, um, if you by, by ranking and rating that teacher. And so that was how Scroll was born. We came up with, um, a, a company that would help us to develop this, the system. And, um, we came up with, with what I know now as an African tracking system for, for schools. And I first of all went to just a few schools in Asia and said, what do you think about this idea? And they all went, this is great. If you can deliver it in three months, we'll buy it. <laughs>
0: no pressure, Rob. No pressure. <laughs> you know, when you look at your, your background as a teacher and, and the years that you've spent overseas, very different lifestyle and a very very different job description to being a, essentially a tech entrepreneur. I mean, how difficult <laughs> has that change been for you?
1: Well, I never realised I was running a tech company until a couple of years ago. I, we're, we're all about providing solutions for, for, for our clients and our schools. And um technology is is a byproduct. and, and, and what I, what I've realized in the last couple of years is that we are a real tech company. Mm-hmm. but we but I but I also realized that you don't need to be a person who develops the tech to actually provide good tech. The, the, I think the, the way it works for us is that I know what it's like to be in the chair. and I and so when when you're a really technology focused company, you can provide tech, but that may not meet the needs of, of, of your clients. And so I run, I I can run interference with our with our developers and say, well, look, that's that that sounds like a good idea, but how about if we do it this way because this is what schools really need. Mm. So that's really helped, and I think, and and yeah, so so a tech entrepreneur, I think you know we're we're all about um, doing the finding um the right solutions of course because we we're, we're with them on their journey.
0: So it sounds like it's been a fairly organic move for you using your, your experience and your previous roles to build what you have today. What's yeah. been the most difficult part of that
1: journey for you? I think the most difficult part is is I really want things to be delivered quickly and it's just structurally it's really difficult for developers for our development team to, to, to it's quite complex for development. So I always have this idea that that's easy. Let's do this in three months. And it never is as easy as, it, as, it, as, you, as you think. Right. Um, we have a really good team around us now who actually are very good at delivering good products. And so I'm excited about that. Mm. But it's just time. More than anything else, it's great ideas take time to deliver. Mm. Mm.
0: So the, the, the team is essentially educating you, Rob, as much as you're educating the team. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just came, I just came for a meeting with a web development team over future modules, and I definitely am learning a lot. That's great. <laughs>
0: Now, one of the one of the big impacts, of course, that's happened on every business over the last uh, eighteen months or so has been COVID.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: COVID means border closures. Of course, that impacts school, in particular, of course, the international schools. Yeah. What has this meant for, for your particular business? Because the attractiveness of moving overseas as a teacher, even for a bigger salary, is much less attractive as we stand right now than it was. Two years ago?
1: Look I think um, schools have to have faced that challenge over the last 12 months about well what do we do we can't our borders are closed we can't get teachers in uh, and but they still so we we weren't very unsure about what that would that would do for us in over the last 12 months but what we found is that uh, people still want to move and internationally they still want to move between schools and so uh, our target market is, has now become country-wide so if you're in China you may want to use from move from shanghai to shenzhen or from shenzhen to beijing and so we we see a lot of movement within schools in our within countries uh people are still getting into cut into different countries as well what what our benefit has been is that we everything has gone to online and our system is a SaaS product everything's online it's all in the cloud so we don't actually have to have face-to-face events also because uh, teachers and schools still need to be connected our system really really assists with that and so we've had a we had a bit of a a downturn Um, obviously when COVID hit uh, a number of our uh, lower paying schools dropped off but at the same time our bigger schools took took more products they took um, the events modules because they really needed still needed to connect with teachers so it's been an opportunity for us actually as well And, and we think that will continue to grow for us because i think uh, it's been a bit of a generational change, you know. People are not going to face to face events anymore, so they have to use online. You know, people use Zoom for for their meetings. We see that as as the way schools are going to c- continue to hire, and we're positioned for that.
0: So, on balance, Rob, would COVID be a have been a positive or a negative in terms of revenue generation?
1: Well, it's been a it's been fairly flat for us. You know, so our twenty nineteen uh, numbers, and our 20, uh, 20 numbers were, were were about the same. Uh, so so it's, but, but we see it as a real positive. I mean, we, we got through, um, the fact that we got through COVID with a real debt where everyone else was having a downturn with a slight growth, we thought was a, was a fantastic result. And we've just positioned ourselves to, to grow, which is what we're excited about.
0: Tell us about the, the name, Scroll.
1: Scroll, yes. <laughs> uh, well, marketing companies. And when we first launched in 2013, they said, well, you know, you need a, a dot com. And a dot com is really hard to get because all the names are taken. So we're going to come up with a name for you. And at the time it was all about, well, we want to, we want to find the best teachers for schools. So they said, well, you know, why don't we make it, um, scroll, which is school and roll. We'll put school and roll together and it's scroll and you want to scroll through, through all the, all the postings and all the teachers to find the right teachers. And it really, and it, and it was a real fit for us. And so it's sometimes it's hard for people to understand and pronounce it. A lot of times people will say shroll, but it's a, once, once we break it apart, people really understand it. And it's, and um, it's become, it's become part and parcel of who we are and everybody knows scroll around the world. You know, we yeah. We have 150,000 people who are, who interact on our ecosystem at any one time. So that's, so we're, we're well known.
0: Now, Rob, the risks of what you do are not insignificant and, and what I'm largely talking about are things like background checks. I mean, I'm sure uh, many of our listeners have heard of Neil Lenny Um And that's the the Melbourne teacher who held roles at three private schools on qualifications which weren't real. How difficult is it to make sure that you are right across that, especially on an international level?
1: Well, and that's a massive problem for international schools. That that example you just gave um, has been mirrored in international schools and and even worse. Uh, And so there's been a real push for international schools to, to do proper background checks. Uh, FBI and it checks against uh, people saying that they are who they 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 are and they they've got the right qualifications. So our uh, our uh, it's it's massive and and so we've we've partnered with a company um, that's out of Singapore to deliver background checks because you you can't get a job in a school unless you have got a proper background check. It's just not possible. So, so it's a it's a really big part of a of a of a recruitment process, and we have a very good company. If you if you imagine, I, I lived and worked in six different countries. So to do a background check on me, you have to do a police check in every single country that I've been I've lived in. And sometimes, if you live in Ethiopia, mm-hmm. the the challenge of getting a, a police check from Ethiopia is massive. And so you've got to find a company that has that global that global reach that can do it because. You you need to know what they have done, what people have done in all the in all the countries they have worked in, and it's challenging.
0: Challenging, but is it is it a hundred percent? I suppose foolproof in, in a sense. I mean, are you confident that your background
1: oh. checks are <laughs> coming up That's to a it. good check question, Larry. I mean, we're we as confident as we can be. I mean, yeah. things yeah. can be can be forged, and 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 what you tend to do is you get because. Uh, you can build a picture of a person over, over a number of years. We, we have candidates who have been with us for years. You build that picture and you do background checks, you do IG checks, and, and you get a picture over time. Mm. Um, so, it, and, and, But, but every, every background check is just a snapshot at that particular time. Mm. So, mm. yeah, and we've also, we, we, we also have another number of organisations that we connect with who, who let us know when somebody hasn't passed a check. So we have, we have some checks and balances, but we do the best we can. But I wouldn't say it's 100% because, because people can get around them. Mm. But we do the best we can.
0: Now, I know that you, you're sort of, you know, you, you, we were talking about the fact you are a technology company and, and and you know, a real key theme of technology companies throughout technology companies globally is that ability to constantly update your software and constantly improve what you're offering uh, to the market. Now, you've talked about this. You've said that you are constantly updating your software, but you've also said you're looking into new sectors. So does that mean you won't necessarily purely be an ed tech? You might look elsewhere.
1: For the moment, we're we're focused on international schools, but but education. The problems that schools face internationally the same problems that schools face here in Australia. So we want to we we believe that the market. If we want to expand our market into into domestic schools uh, in Australia, the US, and the UK, we think there's a there's a market there. But but equally, we feel like there's a market in in adjacent uh, sectors like health as well and aged care. Same problems, same sort of same sort of personnel issues, and we think that that's an area for us to expand into. But right now, our hands are, are really full with, with um, expanding to, into the education area.
0: Mm. That includes training advisory, doesn't it? Yes. So w- what are you doing on that front?
1: Well, we have a, a business unit called Scroll Develop, and, and currently we do a lot of training to mining companies here in Western Australia. So Rio Tinto, BHP, Fortescue. We we provide training uh, teachers. We we train people to be trainers basically, but uh, we've also started uh, evolving our our platform and and doing online delivery to international schools. And so we offer leadership and management courses. And we're about to offer short courses to to schools as well. The, the, one of the one of the units that we want to deliver very soon is about difficult conversations. Having difficult conversations when you're a teacher or if you're a leader, having someone in a room and, and having difficult conversations with someone is, is a difficult skill. And we know that that's a course that people need. And so we'll be soon be launching that into our to our teachers and to our schools around around the world.
0: So how does this fit in with your Advantage software?
1: So it's now called Connect. We've moved on. So if you talk about evolving software, we've, we're on to version three of our Connect software. Uh, so basically what we'll, what we are moving into is a full HR suite of products. And so Connect is the first part. So if you think about a as a life cycle a teacher, the very first thing you, should, you do is you, you, you hire them and that's done through our Connect software. The very next thing is that you do the onboarding and part of that is the background checking. So that's verify. But the onboarding is a, is a module we're working on now, which is well, once you're hired, you need to get a visa, you need to, understand how what it is like to work at the school. And so you need to do policies and procedures. You need to interact with people. That will be part of our Engage software. And then once you're in the school, you need ongoing professional development. And so within our Engage software, we'll be making suggestions about courses that people can do. So some of, our, some of those will be our courses and, and some will be others. And so professional development is a really big piece in school. Obviously continuing professional development is, is, is a feature in lots of professions. And it's, and it's something that, that teachers have to do every year. So we will be offering professional development so they can they can get their, their professional hours.
0: What about expansion? other expansion opportunities? So we're talking about the fact that you, further down the track you're going to be looking at new sectors. What about expansion opportunities within international schools? I mean, um, I'm sure you have the current numbers, but there are around 11,000 international schools globally. Yes. Um But it is expected that that number could well double over the next few years.
1: Yes. So we currently have three percent of the market. So, so we um, have a, have a long way to go to to to, to crack that um, that twelve thousand. And as you're right, yes, they they're growing significantly. One of our shareholders um, who owns twenty percent of us, our Faria, actually have three thousand international schools. And so we we will be working with them to to leverage off their their relationships to to get up our, our software into those schools as well. So we've got a long way to go. And it's exciting. We're we're just really at the start of our journey
0: now. You're transitioning, or you have transitioned, I should say, to a, a cloud based model. And and this of this of course covers everything that you do. So you know the the professional development we've been discussing, the background checks, the recruiting. How much impact has that made um, from a cost base?
1: So our our cost base now. So we we've transitioning into a, into a full scale uh company and so mm. in the past our margins have been affected by some partnerships and and also our training business has has got a service level tra- uh, uh margins but as we transition into the full hr suite obviously we we're, we're looking to see our margins grow Our our cost base is not going to grow we don't need to we don't need to um grow our development team or anything else or our sales team we are we that will, that will stay uh, as it is and we expect our our margins to to increase over time, and they certainly are increasing already.
0: Rob, when you look at the journey, when you look ahead over the next sort of um, twelve to eighteen months, what is the most exciting thing that's going to happen for you and for the company?
1: Yes, there's a lot of there's a few exciting things. We we're exiting a partnership with a with a US company where uh, we've been in the last twelve months. We've been sharing fifty percent of the revenue, and and over the next twelve months, we're sharing fifty percent of renewal revenue. And we we will be taking 100% of all new sales, but from July 1st, 2022, 100% of that revenue is coming to us. So that's an exciting piece. But but what's even more exciting is the fact that we will be delivering the full HR suite over the next 12 months. For and and there's opportunities for us to increase the spend that schools spend with us. From currently it's about $10,000. We we we're looking to to um, our target is to have schools spend about $30,000 through our different projects, uh, products that we have. Mm. And some schools are already doing more than that. Mm. Uh, one school in Vietnam, um, our, our, their total spend has been $150,000 with us mm. because we've been offering a whole lot of different products for them. So that's that's very exciting for us. So over the next 12, 12 to 18 months, we, we see really big growth in terms of the, the modules that we are offering to schools and, and, and obviously the revenue opportunities from those
0: rob uh, we will be very much looking forward to to watching your movements as we go forward from here thank you so much for your time today
1: thanks aurel. It was very nice to talk to you
0: and thanks of course to all of our supporters uh, you're listening to stock insiders with me aurel morrison catch you next time This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, was sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, Australia's leading corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Barclay Pierce Capital provides specialised corporate advisory and equities trading services to privately owned businesses, small to medium sized public and ASX listed companies.